0: And we are back with part two of episode 14 of On Deck with Tony and Ken, where we talk about the nerdy things that make us who we are. Ken, we are back. We had a little break. We had to split this episode into two because we actually had you know, a lot to talk about um, that season of uh, WandaVision. It was actually a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant show. Uh, but this is the second part. We are here to talk about other things like come into America too but before we get into that Ken since we had a little bit of a break in between update me on things with you how are how you doing?
1: Um, I'm good man Uh, well <laughs> good good is relative Um, things are different because now school mm. uh, has started up again I've had yes. two COVID tests in the span of three days four days Um, yes. not because there was any concerns it's just the it's the rules of how we do things now and mm-hmm. if anyone's had it they know how uncomfortable it is um, it's Um, gone incredibly quick now because the test kit that we use you might know more so than i do but i don't know if it's yeah. the proper official test that they that you book um and do is but it, the one is yeah it, is it the deep throat test that's what i like to call it the deep throat test yeah um, the one that you literally have to deep throat that swab just to get some dna no it's not the uh porn hub. Uh, a test. No, it's yeah. uh, <laughs> okay. No, 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 it is. Uh, you have to rub two, uh, both sides of your tonsils and then yeah. stick up your nose and all of that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, it, it's incredibly uncomfortable. Mm. And the the quickest time I've had now of getting the results is within the hour. Mm. Right. Stupid quick. It used to be a couple of days, then went down to a day. Now it's literally uh, an hour or less than an hour. But no, no, school, school's fine. But that's know, crazy. The, yeah. I know, I know. Uh, but it, it's necessary um mm-hmm. uh oddly busy a mm-hmm. lot more busy uh, as mm-hmm. <laughs> we we know off 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 uh, off uh the show uh, yes. uh you, you know how busy i've been uh but yeah. no uh, i'm happy it's the weekend i'm happy we're we're here at this time of the week um mm. pff, haven't been able to exercise uh, my my belly's protruding <laughs> um <laughs> as as we uh as we say but yeah no i'm good man how about you son how how's your week been so far
0: my week's been pretty good. I can't complain. I've been uh, off work for the week, um, annual leave. Uh, for Americans, that's, you know, uh, furlough or vacation, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, but just just taking time off just to recharge my batteries. It's gone in a snap. It's crazy. But I've yep. tried to make good, uh, good use of it. Um, physically, just been, you know, going basketball and uh, uh, working out at home uh just eating healthier like i'm losing tons of weight which i'm like ecstatic about like this quarantine obviously we suffered some yeah. tragedies out there but also personally it's like it's for some of us we haven't been able to keep active as we normally like to do you know i'm no. a, I'm a regular at the gym uh no. but i have seen some hope in the sense of um i just found out today that decathlon is open again can oh, you believe that okay decathlon is open so i know that's not a big deal some of you be thinking what the hell is decathlon uh decathlon is a sporting goods shop uh basically anything you need from football basketball hiking biking um all all good stuff um and it's like really affordable this is not a plug for decathlon but maybe in the future they might sponsor us fingers crossed um (laughs) but no the the the, it's a light at the end of the tunnel for us uh, in, in the uk uh signifying that um, things are going to be opening up again, like uh, things, it looks like maybe things might be safe again to be to be back to normal, uh, but let's digress from that depressing notion of the capital <laughs> being open, so that's why we're happy, uh, yeah. but let's get straight into it. We are going to talk about Coming to America 2, a uh, big movie just dropped um, from Amazon Prime Video, uh, highly anticipated, a sequel to the original Coming to America by Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Uh, the adventures of a young prince looking for love and uh, trying to grow up, be a man and one day take over as king of Zamunda. Um, this time round, he is the king of Zamunda. Well, no, he's still actually a prince because the king is still alive, actually. Let me let me correct myself. Uh, but he suffers an issue. All of his heirs are female. Now that calls into questions of uh, sexism in uh, royal families and uh, it was something that used to be an issue once upon a time in uh, british reign where only the male heir could be heir and uh, females no 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 bueno uh, some people might know famously um henry VIII, famously known for killing quite a few of his wives because they were giving him females um few more irony is yeah. when he yeah the irony is uh it ended up being Queen Elizabeth I that ended up taking the throne afterwards. Fact check me on that on the history, but I'm pretty sure that's how it went down. But yeah. back to black royalty, uh, he is led to believe that he's just unlucky. He can't sire any male heirs until he discovers he already has. And he's somewhere back in New York. Some uh, hanky-panky went down, uh, which he was completely unaware of. Yeah, now we're he gonna has to get to go into that. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah but um, that's essentially the premise about it. Um, the, Ken, I want you to lead this one. What What did you, you give, give us your breakdown from beginning to end and your feelings on this movie?
1: Right. Yeah. Th- this film was was very uh, interesting. I did this film, and I'm a, I'm gonna say this out first before and end it later on. It mm. is the it's a nostalgia film. It's, it is right. the ultimate nostalgia film for coming to America. I don't know. Yeah a black person that ain't watched the original coming to America in fact i don 't know many ethnic people <laughs> that haven't watched mm-hmm. coming to America. It is that much yes. of a staple um, from when it came out and how massive it was over thirty years ago, uh well mm-hmm. exactly almost thirty years ago when it came out It, it is almost like the official black card <laughs> if you yes. haven't seen this film um like who who, who you really repping um Captain yeah. America was such a phenomenon. Uh, everyone watched it, even when we mm-hmm. shouldn't have been watching it when we was kids, because some of the yeah. uh <laughs> undertones were there. Uh, comparing it to this film, I predicted before this film came out that it would mm-hmm. be a very um uh, uh it, it it would try and do comedy in like the new age type of comedy. It won't do it like the original. Uh, it would be and, and ended up just being that, just a bit more goofy, a bit more crazy, a bit mm-hmm. more shouty. Uh, because for some reason, comedy gets louder nowadays yeah. rather than it being a bit more subtle. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it starts off in Zamunda. And that's one key thing you notice in this film. A lot of it is in Zamunda. It, it's it's right. not so much in uh, New York like it was. They almost flipped the whole uh, premise a little bit, where instead mm-hmm. of it predominantly being in New York, uh, a fish out of water, it was in Zamunda, but still the fish out of water.
0: Let me enough actually of, interject, interject, interject yeah. I want to interject there. Like, I just want to add this one thing because yes, it was kind of in Zamunda. It was technically only in the palace. And yeah. I think that's a miss. <laughs> I think I'll, I'm going to get back to that one, but I think that's a miss. But let me, let me let you, let me let you carry on.
1: No, you're, you're right. Maybe because of budget or whatever, maybe like all mm. of the, uh, uh de-aging technology went, or <laughs> all, all, all the yeah. money went to the de-aging technology. Uh, but no, it it starts off just like you said, um, the uh, current king is on his deathbed, and he can feel his death coming with his almighty Mufasa voice. And he is yes. like, "You have no sons." And then some mm-hmm. uh, witch, or, or the the family uh, doctor witch uh, witch doctor, was just saying, "Oh, you have a secret son. Uh, it's been yeah. betrothed and whatever." And I swear, my he, man looked like Rafiki from like Lion King. Like somebody took Rafiki this, uh, and said, "Like here is some human DNA." all these African uh, uh, uh films or, or based on mm-hmm. African things always follow similar plot lines because even in a... Because um, you talked about how... Uh, th- th- this country does certain things or this fictional country mm-hmm. does certain things and now it's kind of like old and and dated similar to how the British uh, royal family did. Um, You could even say the same thing about Wakanda. In Wakanda, right. they had things like, what do you mean your king is decided by who can punch the person the best to r- right. run the nation? Hence, almost having a terrorist invade the entire world in Michael B. Yeah. Jordan. But I digress. But that's, you, that was yeah. a really confusing thing not to like
0: divert to Black Panther because yeah. they're establishing civil war that king T- t'chaka was still king but t'challa was already the black panther so is it the case at some point you get too old to be the black panther so it has to pass on like that's what confused me between civil war and between black panther the rules just it wasn't elaborated on and it
1: just kind of split Because no, was, you're right 'Cause yeah. there's there's actually a deleted scene about that. But the deleted mm. scene does add even more confusion to to be absolutely right. honest. Uh the the deleted scene is Tachaka speaking to uh Tachala saying like, Oh yeah, I'm getting old. Um I want you to wear the suit. Uh um right. I want you to be the Black Panther and it was it's a really touching scene. I'm gonna send it to you later on. Uh but right. if anyone can find it, uh, uh put on youtube google it just to find the deleted scene about the interaction that uh t'chaka yeah. had with t'challa and it was such yeah. a a great scene like like any any boy that has a loving father uh, mm-hmm. and anyone that cares about their father it's it's a really touching scene man it was like wow this is this should have yeah. been in the film but uh understandably yeah. uh they they took it out for time or whatever but no mm-hmm. like i said there was a deleted scene that explained oh why T'Chaka gave him the black Panther suit, but for other re- for whatever reason, might be a good reason why they took it out. But once again, the reason yeah. why that adds more it blurs the line because you know does that mean that someone you can you can't pass it like that? It's always down to it's challenge day. You have to defeat someone on challenge day before you. Anyway, like I said, it it mm. the whole thing about rules and royal family and how you uh, succession it's very very confusing and and sometimes very uh, uh dated. And we see that in um in zamunda because yes. we we, we learn very quickly he has three very 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 capable daughters uh where mm-hmm. the eldest one because for a long time i was like where have i seen this girl from and then i figured it out um the yep. eldest daughter uh she is you would recognize her from if you've seen it on netflix uh the old guard where yes. she is the new member of the old guard incredibly mm-hmm. pretty incredibly correct char- charismatic like i loved i really just wanted to be queen i was like wow yeah <laughs> um to even later on when really you find out that she even uh, helps the guy um uh, uh, win the challenge whatever but yeah, yeah. L- let's, let's let's keep moving so the I'm film m- i'm not gonna lie ken
0: yeah i found her extremely boring like i found her boring in the old god like I've, I, at first, I thought to myself in the Old Guard, oh, they dear. didn't really have anything for her to do. Like, I thought to myself, maybe she's not a bad actress. Maybe they just well, don't have the material for her. In this, they, they,
1: she had one purpose. She had one purpose in the Old Guard. Her one purpose yeah. was for us to live through her eyes. That was it. Right. Because they, I don't know if you, she was the person that was renegated for Expedition. So, mm-hmm. anytime there was like, oh, this doesn't make sense. How does this work? Well, this is how your powers work, and blah 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 blah. Because it would right. be weird for them to talk about that without yeah. explaining it to someone. And she was the person right. being new to it, kind of like the Harry Potter effect,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where like in Harry Potter, we we're, we're living through the eyes of Harry Potter, so the wonder of like, whoa, you're a Harry, yeah. uh, you're a wizard, Harry. Oh, wonders and those. You know, it was all for it was all for us, and that's how I saw character. Right. But it doesn't take away from what you said. Um, you could still have someone being the uh, uh, new to the world type character, but still try and make it interesting. Uh, And they didn't do too much with her in either films.
0: That movie felt so rushed. And I I felt kind of the same with this one. Like, I, I don't want to get into it too early, but with her character specifically, there was an opportunity to kind of give her a contrast. Like the problem I have with, especially people from Zamunda, everybody in zamunda is exactly the same or they're simi everybody talks the same and we'll get into that how they talk but it's like it's very strange how nobody actually like even the two younger girls i i honestly got confused which one was which at sometimes, even though they're different heights and different ages they were that vanilla um isn't the middle
1: one eddie murphy's daughter
0: who the hell cares if it's Eddie Murphy's <laughs> wow. daughter, if it's Eddie yeah. Murphy's daughter, he should have trained her to be better. Like or said, like yeah, hey, yeah, baby, it was Eddie Murphy's. I love you, yeah. but you, you, you ain't, you ain't doing it, booboo, You ain't cutting. Well, it. I'm, I'm...
1: let let us not lie this film wasn't made uh to to direct people it was made anyone that was there from the like it was fan service 101 and you know it it comes to the critical part of this film because i don't Mm want to talk too much about the individual things that happened in this film chronological order there's quite a few things that um i I found was like because the first thought i had after watching this film watching the credits roll was wow they really 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 didn't want to make a sequel because this isn't a sequel in a traditional sense. This isn't mm-hmm. a, a textbook uh, um, film theory uh, sequel. This right. is a fan film. A sequel builds on the original story. Tony, this story, beat for beat, was coming to America 1 from the 80s. I it was the exact same thing. I think
0: you're being very generous with that analysis because I think we have seen time and time again with 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 Hollywood and Hollywood sequels, Ninety percent of them regurgitate the previous film to a lesser degree. I think the idea that a sequel <coughs> is supposed to, sure, sure. In an ideal world, you know, in ideal cinema, uh, from what you know, we've seen, that's, that's is good.
1: But yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I think it's like it's part of course with 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 Hollywood. What, what 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 what? It's like essentially this is the their meetings. What worked in the first film? Okay, let's just do it better, bigger, more money, and make more money. That's it.
1: That is like yeah. and maybe think, that's me having too 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 much high hopes for it because right, I was hoping right. don't start, don't Star Wars it, don't Star Wars. And then they Star Wars yeah. did. They're like, all right, cool, Star let's let's, it, let's, man. L- let's just remix Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> the exact same beats, just with a uh, higher higher quality graphics and a bit more of a budget. And that's exactly yeah, where I've become in number two America was, which is sad. There's
0: very few sequels that actually build and I'll give you that. Mo- yeah, like the only ones I can think of, and it's like, I, I give it up to like Marvel for for the most part. I would say maybe thirty percent of their movies actually build, progress, add something new to it. Like Captain America One is not Captain America Two is not Civil War, you know. No. Um, you know, I although Guardians of the Galaxy seems like for the most part the same thing, but it's not dealing with the same themes. Um, what else can I think of? Like,
1: um, well, the 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 Dark Knight trilogy. So from yeah. one to two. Yes, uh, it's an amazing sequel. Amazing sequel. Yes. It it, it it's, it's like you said about the themes. They they took mm-hmm. the themes from the first one and built upon them on the second one. Right. And right. that is so even though individual films had their own story arcs and own mm-hmm. character arcs, um what they did was have a wider character arc amongst the three films, but three yeah. levels of that arc throughout the films and we saw that clearly between uh, yeah. uh Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Uh but yeah, yeah definitely definitely The Dark Knight. Yeah, let's be real. Most sequels are essentially the Fast and the Furious
0: uh, franchise. Yeah, we made yeah. more money, put more money into the sequel and make more money off of that. What do we change? Nothing, just make it bigger and better. But how do we do that? Figure it out.
1: What was, what was that film that um, blew up so huge? Uh, uh, um, Hangover. Oh my right. Lord. That, that's where you saw it. Even though yes. very, it's a very funny series, uh, um, mm-hmm. the third one not so much, uh, but going from Hangover 1 to Hangover 2 oh yeah. my lord like that yeah. that was the definition of all right cool yeah that made money let's let's let's, yeah. let's try and grab some more cash but uh it yeah. it will it, 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 in my opinion it was still quite entertaining it but yeah, it was yeah. a very blatant uh uh way of just saying oh let's let's try and do the same thing to see if we strike yeah. lightning twice uh and you're right it, it, it's a it's a, it's the problem with sequels mm-hmm. uh they call it sequelitis right. and you know and you're right i have been quite generous with yeah. what uh, uh, I should expect from sequels, but what we do yeah. it get from sequels is exactly what we got from Coming to America 2021, mm-hmm. which was the same stuff with a little bit more polish, probably not as good as, jokes are not as good, you know, yeah. with with people just making unnecessary cameos. Um, do you know so, what I think, Yeah.
0: With in terms of your description of like building, like I think your description actually fits better with spin offs. Like the concept, like with most good mm. spinoffs, because obviously sometimes spinoffs go bad, but with most good mean. spinoffs, for your description of what a sequel should be in an ideal world, I think that's what spinoffs are now, right? You already have the established thing. It has a theme, but you've taken you've taken that product and say, we're going to do something different with it, but we're building off of what we built before. We d- we're we not completely beholden on what we've done before to give you a new original progressive mm. story. And I think the spinoff is more apt to your expectations than what
1: Hollywood gives us in an in in ideal
0: what? world. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you know what? I agree with you when it mm. comes to individual characters, yes. in terms of a development of characters in development of a story. Or, or, or one particular story that was started in one film, uh, not so much. And I say that because we just finished watching WandaVision. You see it with the Hulk. Hulk hasn't had a film beyond that first one that was made by uh, Universal. Um, but his character has developed so much through the spin offs, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. So yes, I agree so much more with, with the characters. To develop a character like Captain America through the, what, five, six films that he was in? Um, yes. Throughout the MCU. Like, yeah. It's it's beautiful. It's it's mm-hmm. actually. It's it, I'm so content with his story. I'm like, yeah, don't worry about him. Don't bring him back. <laughs> his story's yeah. been told. Um. So yeah, in that aspect, but for an overall story, no, no, you're right. I think I think it, yeah. the only time I've seen it done really well with that when it wasn't a uh, direct when it was a direct sequel. It's probably yeah. like a book series that doesn't bottle mm-hmm. it at the end. Like the horror po- Harry Potter sequels were 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 quite nice. Let's not like yeah. it, it, it was it was a good series Oh, it yeah. is a good series. Um yeah. say say what you want about the final book. Uh, but it, it is a, a, a good series, but that's because it had a pre established story that was right. built to be six books, so the story was told over a series of books, not yes. uh, oh we have money now, so let's try and um make another one. <laughs> right. Like people don't know how right. long it takes to make that first script of, of anything. And right. then when you try and do the exact same thing uh in a sequel, what what happens like they try and rush the script? It could have taken you mm. six years to make that script. Yeah, all of a sudden you've got like six months um and that uh, breeds poor quality but yeah let me not get too much into that yeah we're Um, getting into the weeds with this back to captain yeah yeah yeah. Uh, let's go out to captain america so um captain america or coming Uh, sorry coming to america (laughs) i mean some of you see some superhero shit in this (laughs) you kind of of do yeah yeah the way he uh, he uh, didn't die when he went to take the whiskers of a lion, uh, yeah. which was uh, quite superhuman, uh, because that animal would would destroy you. So like, yeah, I was really want to get yeah. Go that on.
0: was a weird thing to add to the film. Like this is it's it's like every I don't even know how to really break it down, but it's so weird. So there's a part in the movie right where he has to go through specific trials. Some of them are historical, and he has to look at the ancestry of the royal family. And another one is like he has to walk a certain way. Then out of left field, it's like oh, one of the trials is um he has to take the whiskers off of a cat. Now the the, the, the that's weird enough, but the weirder thing in terms of thematically is they set up, they set up something right. They set up uh, something to do with um, uh, the uh, the prince uh, Prince Hakim, right? or King Hakim at this point, that yeah. um, when he had to do the trial, he didn't do it first time. It's like, people, like a couple of people repeated it, but he was like adamant, no, 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 I did it first time. And I thought that was supposed <laughs> to be going somewhere, almost like there was going to be it a lesson nowhere. of like, and it went, it went nowhere. And I thought to myself- Because it was a
1: blatant bl- lie, <laughs> right?
0: So what was the point of having those characters allude to the fact that he didn't do it first time round and him adamant that he did? And yeah. what was the thought point? thought there would have been like actual... a one
1: to one with him and his son to be like, oh, it's okay, blah, blah. But no, nothing. <laughs> nothing
0: yeah. like that. And what's the, what was the point of the whole trial of get the whiskers from the cat? It's like the thing that I loved about the original coming to America, and I shouldn't be doing a direct comparison, but it is what it is, is that um, for the most part, it was pr- progressive. It, it created this vision of Africa that were not all spear chuckers we are affluent. We are powerful. Like, you know, I come from Congo where 90% of the world's resources to create electronics come from my country. Like, you know, right. we've just been, we are, fortunately, we've been raped. Um, and coming to America showed, you know, you've got things like Cadmus in America and Black Panther where it shows the ideal aspiration of what Africa should be. What Africa really is, but history and pillaging and raping and stealing and appropriation has done to it and yet they yeah. do something like oh you have the challenge of taking the whiskers from a tiger or was it a you line? know what i, I don't know
1: I, it, it, it was it was a line I, I i would i would agree with you on the point of like okay that was that was a bit weird however because we grew up it, 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 we grew up in this country in britain mm-hmm. Um, some of the stuff that we do is probably bloody weird <laughs> to, to Africans. Sure, uh, well, sure, no, no, sorry, sure. sorry. I'm not, sorry. Saying, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying
0: we have to do like, you know, English stuff, but it's like, at least make, like, if you're going to do a bit like that, at least make it funny. It will, that scene. It
1: will, uh, so do something interesting with that scene. Like, Don't just it, put it there for the sake of putting it there.
0: Even if it wasn't like, oh, thought provoking or, you know, a political diatribe, at least make it funny. That scene wasn't funny it wasn't yeah. it wasn't harrowing it wasn't you know amazingly shot it was just like oh i got a challenge oh i found a smart way to get these whiskers oh i've grown from this somehow i guess yeah
1: yeah yeah um like it, they, tr- it, they tried it to make
0: an arc and it wasn't an arc that wasn't an arc. that's not how you do an arc
1: mate it, i saw the turning point of the quote-unquote arc of the uh of his illegitimate son what was, what was his son's mm-hmm. name what was his name?
0: What was his name? Um, I I don't know. I I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Coming off <laughs> really negative. Like let me let me uh, let me preface. Oh, was, it, was,
1: it was it was Lavelle uh, Lavelle La- 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 R- Lavelle
0: Ravelle Johnson. And the way they spelled Johnson, Johnson is like even that seemed like a get way of saying of, of writing yeah. Johnson. It was like J U N S son. Yeah, it's like it was like. Wh- why star. that key detail? It's like it's it's just weird. It's like
1: <laughs> I would say it's a weird film, and there's quite a few things that make it weird. For example, randomly in the middle of the uh, of the film, mm-hmm. um, we have the illustrious, the amazing, the beautiful. I don't know if you know about her, uh, Tiana Taylor, uh, who oh, is the son gorgeous. of. Uh, oh my lord! I'd man. risk it all, man. <laughs> Be careful! Be careful! If you if man, uh... if. Yeah, yeah, no, no. If if circumstances were different and this was not a made up world, you know, you know, you know, then. But no, no. She she was absolutely gorgeous in this, and um, you could tell that. And you know what? I always, anytime they do something like that, I'm always like, okay, cool. They're about to do the thing where she's ticking all these boxes, but the thing that is important isn't going to be there. And it's Mm -hmm. exactly what they do. They do it in all plots. It's like, oh, she's bad. Oh, she's bad, bad, bad. Because she sings, does a little dance. All yeah. looking good and everything. And then for some reason she has to challenge him by grabbing a microphone and start rapping because he's from New York. I was like, What? I, what? Wait, is it, is this is this is this a musical cringe. now? Is that it a musical now?
0: Crin- <laughs> the person that wrote that script because I'm gonna I'm gonna find out who who, who wrote it, but the person Rav. that wrote Come Into America Two and thought, yo, this Do is you know gonna what? be so fly. We should have just random black people rapping because that's cool. Like That's what we do, isn't it? <laughs> they already they already culture check themselves when he like early on he says like uh look at me, I am on fleek and the daughter says like, Oh, we don't say fleek anymore And it's like right then and then there wasn't really a funny bit to to do that but it's like oh maybe that was them saying it's like oh even though it's thirty years, you know, we're not gonna be going into the well in it But they did. A Tiana um, Taylor's character <laughs> <laughs> is a carbon copy of, of the her aunt princess in, the, in of the, the series yeah and it was like wasted because right then to your point where it builds on it, it this film could have been a love triangle story
1: oh that would have been great because yeah yeah tiana she has the, she has the attitude man cuz she's acted in quite a few things um mm. but obviously she's a mainly a musician but she's she's right. got the uh, she's got the gumption to like she got, the gumption yeah. Ken she's the gumption. Man. Are you Yo, man?
0: Are you like a sixty-five year old uh, Italian American guy? She's got the gumption. She's got the gumption that, that broad over there. She got real broad spunk of, got gum- <laughs> She got the gum. She got moxie. She got real moxie over there.
1: I'm yeah. thinking to myself,
0: she's got the gumption. What the <laughs> hell? Bro, it, uh, it is like
1: she, she wait, like this the that entire part of um her introduction and her progression yeah. because they made her look they made her look beautiful they make her look the person that is meant to draw your attention to, and yeah. you know she didn't get the uh, winning and the the whole purpose of well so besides that scene of the weird singing and and, and rapping to kind yeah. of court each other in the middle of the hall um I, I thought that was quite but there's quite other th- weird things about this so for example now I know you didn't watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. But there's a well, very. I very, did. Very... I just. I just gave up with the last two seasons because I already figured out uh, how it was
0: gonna end. Like I literally. Oh, so you so know about the Red six. wedding then? Yeah, 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 yeah. I passed the world wedding, but like by season six, I already. Spoiler alert! I knew Bran was gonna get the the, the throne. Right, right, right. Yeah. Cool. They tele- <laughs> They telegraphed it from like season four, like he's over there doing fuck all, and everybody else is focused on That you're you're literally telegraphing that you're gonna do big things with him.
1: Well, you're going, to, you're going to survive, basically. Like, yeah. What's the point? But we're not going to get too much into Game of Thrones, except for this one mm-hmm. part where the Red Wedding. Now, what yeah. was the... Why did the Red Wedding... Why is it a thing, Tony? Why, why did... What happened in Game of Thrones that caused the Red Wedding?
0: What happens is like, you know, poor decision-making. You trusted the wrong people. You didn't trust the right people. You thought your your friend's... Were your friends, but truly they were your enemies, and it was just—it was hubris, it was—it was—it was arrogance, just like, dude, you're in the middle of a war. You think it's the right time to have a wedding?
1: It's um Boy. Well, it's not even—it's not even just that because it was uh, Rob Stark, so Ned's kid, right? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. said Rob, marry this girl, so our houses can align, so we yeah. can help you win the war. Yeah. What did he go off and do? He went to marry a nurse in private yep. and he knocked her up and there was a baby on the way yeah and then he got invited by the person that he came up with the original agreement for uh that big meal and they're like no hard feelings here's the wife that you would have married and it's an incredibly beautiful girl yeah and then everyone got and everyone got murked everyone got murked because guess what rob didn't keep up he didn't uphold his end of the agreement right so Coming back to this film, knowing that there are crazy monarchs out there and yeah. you know things are crazy, Prince Akeem, or King Akeem at, at the time, didn't uphold his end of the of the agreement. No, he, he did not. He he said, you know, alright, cool, he'll marry your daughter, then will be peace, and mm-hmm. you don't have to plot my murder anymore, you don't have to plot my assassination. We all yes. know what happened to Rob Stark when he didn't uphold his agreement. But then again, the guy that he was trying to uphold his agreement to was a bit mm-hmm. was, it was a bit nuts. Mm-hmm. However, at the end of the film of coming to America when it's kind of like oh no hard feelings and then Wesley Snipes character is kind of like oh don't worry about it it's fine oh this 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 we're going to mm-hmm. open up the 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 uh, uh, the uh channel so our, our nations can share resources right. what Rev that wasn't the point of this entire arrangement how did you forget <laughs> what we're here for
0: <laughs> but that's the so, thing though yeah. they, they they it's one of those when they didn't actually make it overt like we you see it but it's like you blink and you miss it is because the daughter found another way and made a deal with the king next door. But that just cements and just kind of highlights how dumb King Hakim is that you're supposed to be in line for king and
1: you couldn't figure out that solution. Mate, it, it, was, it was poor, man. He got lucky because yeah. what if she didn't figure out that solution? It would have been another. It would have been a gold wedding. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. It would have been grim. But yeah, it, it's it, it was weird, man. It was very yeah. very weird. I mean, there's a couple of other things that I found uh entertaining definitely because mm-hmm. I don't want to yeah. sound like we we're, we're just shitting on this film. No, no, no. Yeah. Like we I to I'm going to say it now. I yeah. I uh it it did exactly what I thought it would do. Yeah. It was okay.
0: It was okay. At you, best. Know what, do you know what You know what's my mean? favorite thing about this film and I think is the favorite thing of most people that watched it? Um Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> oh actually brought his a game not only that it's almost like his a game looks so much like a plus game because everybody came in with D's. like people did not legit did not try to the point that they'd even try with accents like legit this is supposed to be two african nations and the only people with african accents is is um, um, Wesley Snipes. And people try trying to tell me, it's like, oh no, everybody, you know people have African accent. No, uh, no. speaking <laughs> very slowly and enunciating each word does not mean you have an African accent. Like saying, I am the king of Wakanda, is not an African ac- accent. I am the king of Zamunda, is not an African accent, right? <laughs> now, granted, maybe they did it on purpose because I know a lot of people... A lot of people saying like, "Oh, Eddie Murphy slept on this one. He wasn't that funny in this." And I'm thinking to myself, "Well, are you saying that Eddie Murphy as King of uh, uh, as uh, King um, Hakeem wasn't funny?" It's like, well, in *Coming to America* too, he never really did anything funny as King of a uh, King uh, Prince Hakeem either. It was everybody yeah. else that was funny, like the other characters that he played in costume that was funny. He pretty much played the straight man trying to find his wife he didn't really bust jokes the only funny moment he really had in coming to america the original is when he was working uh for the burger place and he was like mopping the same spot again and again and again he
1: never yeah. really had <laughs> any jokes was, or any he bits. wasn't even mopping it the mop was inside the bucket and it was with the right? bucket, and around. it was really, that was
0: legit funny but like that's a sight so gag, dumb. right but he was actually funnier as all of the other characters now they do the same thing here where he plays other characters none of the jokes even really bang but legit Wesley Snipes should have done comedy ages ago because his physical comedy is legit hilarious when he comes in with his, his entrance is beautiful oh my god and like he's that like doing gangster. like a, a you know a gangster lean as he comes in then rolls his neck as they stop was well, just he before he even speaks he's funny and like yeah. even as he's leaving and he has those ex- 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 exclamations at the end is like E-ya! as he's leaving it's like that's the f- some of the funniest stuff I've actually Yo, seen from, from, Wesley, <laughs> from Wesley Snipes. And the, the, the messed up thing is like, so, you know, with his entrances, like he, he's, done, he's talked about in a recent interview, uh, he was really, really worried because all of the other people that were coming in with him, they were, they were choreographed. He didn't know the choreography. He was worried that he was going to mess it up. And yet when he comes in, you're only looking at him. You're only looking at his yeah. entrance. It was and very he, strong
1: it was very absolute,
0: very strong absolutely killed it like he was my favorite thing about it. if anything amazon needs to find a way with you know with the production team to basically make next doria the movie like i want to know yeah. about next doria <laughs> i don't know, know man is, <laughs> I, can, I must have completely missed this and coming to uh coming to america one i didn't know that the princess that hakeem was supposed to marry was from Next Dory. Well, I've seen. Yeah, yeah, same. Cabinet in America so many times. If they mention it, completely mixed it. So when, uh, Michael Blackstone's character, who was a crap character, but some of the stuff he said was absolutely hilarious, and the outtakes. The crazy thing is the outtakes of the stuff he says is actually funnier than what he says in the film.
1: I don't know why well, they didn't keep it. Bro, he he he's a he's hilarious man because he's done think quite he's a lot hilarious. of stand up. I don't. You, think you don't he's like. Hilarious. You don't like. No, no. <laughs> well, his he said... personality on Instagram isn't so funny, but like um his stand-up is his jokes I, I like his stand-up L-
0: let me let me get into something um now i got a re- uh, so what i've been told like from my brother um and some people is that his african accent is fake like he's grown up mostly in america he's from i think senegal but he's mostly grown up in america this could be completely wrong um but it's, it's neither here or there um i got a distinct problem with certain comedians that. The only thing that's funny about what they say is the accent. There's no punchlines. There's no actual joke. It's just thingy, the accent, right? Because you actually have African comedians that actually are hitting you with punchline. Whether it's in the native tongue or whether it's in English, Mm -hmm, they actually mm -hmm. have jokes. They just happen to have an accent. If your whole bit is your accent, that shit ain't funny to me. Like, I just just said, oh my God, one day I was with my goat and my goat, he mad at me. Oh, he is so mad. It's like
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. When, when, when a story is told from uh, African accent, whether it's Ghanaian, Nigerian or wherever, it does it, it, it does automatically <laughs> it's a lot more humorous. But that's, that's the problem a, because it, it just means me. that it, it's well now that's what I'm trying to say. It it's it's a low bar of for yeah. comedy, but it's it, it's a quick win, but a low quality win. And that's what people go for. We're like, okay, it's it's not funny. It's just, it sounds funny. You know what I mean? So it's not a clever joke. It's not a joke that I actually meant to bang, but it, it, it sounds funny. Uh, that's why I've always felt like the best comedians are genuine African comedians because they mm. sound funny and what they're actually saying or right? the comedy that they're doing is generally funny. Like uh, Basket Mouth. Like, shout out Basket Mouth. He e- e yeah. is one of the funniest ca- pe- people in the world. Like, yeah. you know, step aside, Kevin Hart, step aside. Like, I'm, I'm saying it now, man. Hilarious. Yeah. Because OP. he's actually
0: got jokes. He's actually hitting Yo. you with punchline. He's actually yeah, exactly. making you think about something. He's coming with schemes. But if you're just there, it's like, ah, my wife, she is so lazy. She can't even cook fufu. Yeah. Everybody laugh. There's no joke there. There's, it's no. dead. Like no. any comedians out there that listen to this, it's like, if your only thing is an accent and you haven't got punchline, just sit, down. sit down, sit down in the audience. You shouldn't be on stage. Sit down. You're a it's sit funny down that you comedian. Say that.
1: You, it's funny you say that because we we have a character in here that mm. is known in the real world for being a comedian, an African yeah. comedian uh, that does a lot of accents um, that is, well, never here or there. Like, we don't right. know how people, but I, I find him quite funny. And that is yeah. Trevor Noah. Uh, Trevor Noah. And uh, I think it's a nice hilarious. way to segue, to segue into <laughs> one of the major aspects of this film. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, 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 this film reminded me of Black Panther in the right. sense that, all right, cool. Who are we trying to get into this film? Who <laughs> we trying right. to get into this film? We're going yeah. to do all the cameos. Are you right. black? You this? You this? Mm-hmm. You're in the film. And Trevor mm-hmm. Noah was one of the uh, uh, characters slash uh, um, uh, cameos that have in there. So, Tony, and, how many cameos you- could you find in this film? i got a list think, of a few of them, but I want to de- know it depen- if... Uh,
0: it depends of cameos because some people that are even characters from the previous felt like cameos in the, in this one sequel of a film. So yeah. it's like, uh, if I had to offhand, I would say 12. Who's the biggest? Who, who's, who's, the the, biggest? who's the biggest? Oh, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Morgan By Freeman. Far.
1: They, they even got my, my guy, Morgan Freeman, to, to yeah. tear up at, right? at the funeral. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. That was excellent. Morgan no, some Freeman, of the Morgan sure.
0: Freeman stuff was hilarious, especially like, yeah. it was both the Morgan yeah. Freeman stuff and the. Um, Oh, it's not Aretha Franklin. I forgot her name. Um, uh, but the singer that was singing about Prince Hakeem and how, like, when she made that, when she sung that line about how he couldn't father a song, and it just seems like a waste of time. That that shit actually <laughs> had me laughing. <laughs> that, that was rude. Me laughing. <laughs> that was just. It was so good. Um, like the thing. Gladys is in, Night. Gla- uh, it was Gladys Night. Um. Yeah. This film, I enjoyed it. I had good fun with it. It has problems. It wasn't, the thing is, I think maybe a lot of people's expectations were so high, like, personally, I don't think this movie actually needed to be made. Watching Coming to America, I never wanted a sequel. I just thought to myself, oh, it's a one and done. I enjoy it. a one and done. I always go back to it. You know, I don't, I don't, I will never go back to Coming to America 2. I don't need to i'll, I'll no, you know i'll uh, never be going to watch
1: on amazon on prime i mean uh, is that you, you, could, you could still have your uh black card even if you uh, don't watch coming to america 2 yeah, that's funny, like, the funny the
0: fact the fact that you mentioned <laughs> the black part card in coming to america now this is the weird thing for me growing up like in the 90s and the early 2000s i thought it was a bigger black card to actually watch scarface like, for the people out there, like, that don't know, it's like... What? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a weird thing, right? For me, growing up, like, really? in Deptford and New Cross, right? It's like, if you uh, didn't watch Starface, you, you're not black. Well, you ain't scarface, seen Scarface. Yeah. Bruv, you're not black. And scarface got nothing to do with black people. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I like, it's got nothing what to do with black with people. But, like, if you, if you was black in South East, Deptford, Peeps Estate, you wasn't black. It was, it was a weird thing. That and training day. The training day at least has a couple of black people. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. for sure,
1: for sure. Training day. But all do you day. know?
0: Do you know what Ken? All in all, like I'm, I'm gonna give a score for this. I know you don't like giving a score, but like I want to sum it up. Like this movie was a f- freestyle movie, three out of five, and maybe that's a bit generous, but maybe that's nostalgia talking. I think the yeah. elements in it that actually made me enjoy it and watch it all the way through were, were definitely there. It had its shortcomings, it had its problems,
1: but I was giving it solid three, uh, three out of five. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That, that that that's that, that's commendable. Um, what I I won't I won't rate the the film. Um, what I would say is I found it was fine. It, it was fine. It didn't upset me. There were a couple of things that were problematic, which uh, a couple of them I do want to talk about. But one thing I do want to rate, I want us to rate the actual cameos or the characters that were okay. celebrities, right? Okay. Give so a Morgan Freeman. So let's start off with the big old god voice, Morgan Freeman. Yes. yes. Out of ten. What are you, what are you saying? I'm giving That's him scary. a seven
0: point five. I think
1: seven
0: point five. Yeah, the thing is, I'll knock him down to a six only because I've seen in interviews and oh, he's just playing a character, of course. But Morgan Freeman, as he he's is, playing himself. He was, he's playing, he's himself. playing himself. But in interviews, yeah. he's referred to himself. I'm American. I don't consider myself as African American. And yet, you cast him in a movie set in Africa. That was an odd choice. Um, so yeah, I give, give him a six. I'm giving him a six. I give him.
1: I'd give him seven slash six point five mainly because I just wanted more Morgan Freeman crying because that was hilarious. That was funny. Um, Yeah, that was that was jokes. All right, moving on. Let's keep it. Let's keep it moving. So, salt Mm -hmm. and pepper. Salt and pepper.
0: Oh, that was a solid four for me. I think it was a whiff. The lyrics
1: were (laughs) crap as well. (laughs) It was like, like I said, it just felt like let's get someone in, and Mm -hmm. yeah, that that wasn't spectacular. All right, salt pepper. It came
0: out of left field because like. Did they establish in the previous film that the the, the dad loves salt and pepper?
1: No, no. They, like, just but there. they just
0: made it in this one. It's like, oh, his favorite band in in Vogue. And for, since when? When was yeah, that
1: established? Yeah. yeah, in this film, yeah. as, as they were performing, that's when it was established. It's like salt weird. and pepper. Yeah, that's a three out of ten. Um, in Vogue, in Vogue.
0: I'll give it a five just mostly because I think they looked amazing doing what they were they look, doing. Do you know what? They sounded
1: good as well. So yeah. I, I don't know if that was a pre recorded, whatever, or if they actually re recorded it. Uh, but they, they sounded good, man. And they look good. Yeah. So yeah, cool. I uh, agree more or less with that. Uh, <laughs> this one, Rick Ross. <laughs> uh, do you know what the crazy thing is? At least he tried with a
0: somewhat of an accent. Bro, but he mostly did you hear his looked accent? like he looked oh, like confused. It's like. Boss, something, 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 something. No,
1: shut <laughs> up. <laughs> sh-
0: Bruh, one I, out I of actually, ten, bro. <laughs> I actually wish he actually, like, after he said, like, he's lying. Boss, we have news. He has a son. Huh? I actually wish he actually went.
1: Huh? <laughs> I actually wish he did it.
0: That would have just <laughs> made it for me. <laughs>
1: Yo, that would have been crazy, yo. Rick Ross, one out of ten, bro. Like his eyes were just wandering, and I that if he grunted like that, that he would have been a nine out of ten in my opinion. Do you know what his <laughs> acting <accent> was? <laughs> his
0: acting was don't look at the camera, don't look at the camera. Huh?
1: Well, that's why he wears suns. That's why he wears sunglasses all the time. Yeah, it? he's not trying to look at the camera. All right, that's Rick Ross. Uh, Michael Blackson. Oh, he was a. I give him a five just because of the outtakes. What he said in the outtakes actually generally made me laugh. Uh, I'm biased. I like him. Uh, Six point five, man. Mm. Six point five. Uh, Trevor Noah, hilarious.
0: Uh, Trevor Noah is funny. Whatever he does, him as a news anchor, that was my energy. That was my energy. <laughs> Yo, he, Even... his
1: wig though, man. His yeah. wig was terrible. For that, I'll but give him but I give a nine. It. It, it added. It added to it, man. It added I'll give to it because it, it was so it a silly. That's a nine. For um, good. Yeah, man. Uh, who who we got next? Uh, Gladys Knight. She uh, she looked she looked great. She she yeah. she performed seven. She did a seven. thing, man. She did a thing. Yeah yeah high up there uh i'm left a couple of people last cuz i really want to get your opinion for them mm-hmm. uh, let's say <laughs> louis anderson who louis anderson good old louis anderson who who's that uh um uh... Oh, you don't know Louis Anderson. Uh, he you even don't had his that. own uh, sitcom show. So the uh, the white guy that worked in um, oh, as in life Dallas. with
0: Louis. I actually know him as Life with Louis. I don't. I didn't know his name. His name was Louis. <laughs> you Anderson. Didn't know, it was Louis I Anderson. I just know him no. as, life, as Life with Louis. He even got it's his own life cartoon. With Louis, and everything. Louis, Louis, Louis. Love that show. Yeah.
1: Love that oh, show. Oh, you know. All right, so yeah. you know about it. Cool, cool. Yeah, Louis Anderson. He gets hmm. a four out of ten because uh, he, he, was, him, un- he, was, he was underused. He was just there. I can't even remember his name. I'm happy that he was for me. It was a team yeah.
0: for me. I'm shocked he's still alive. I didn't know he was still alive,
1: dude. He's still kicking yeah. around, man. Um, uh, oh, uh, uh wrote to me from Power Two. He did nothing but throw his crutch <laughs> into the camera. Yo, he he was contracted to take off his shirt. I guarantee yeah. it, man. That's what yeah. he did, like, and just run around and act stupid and be weird. Um, the one person cool. that actually
0: has like a proper like African accent because obviously he's Nigerian, right? They they did nothing yeah. with him nothing what like he can act you know he can act he's been in in, in power you got this character yeah. he could have been a foil for um for um this is the thing right do, he could
1: have been the michael b jordan for for uh for the um uh, i wouldn't, I wouldn't for, necessarily for the guy from i wouldn't go that i wouldn't Javel. go that
0: far but do you know what i would after we finish this game i'm going to explain what they could have done this would be my pitch for coming to america too but carry
1: on Alright, yeah, cool, cool, cool. We've got yeah. about three people left. But these mm. people are actual celebrities. Yeah. Um Tiana Taylor. Obviously she it wasn't she was playing herself, so not quite a cameo, it was a character. So Tiana Taylor.
0: She 10. was gorgeous. She was entertaining when she sang, but they had nothing for her to do
1: besides play her aunt. So I give her five. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. I'm still gassed. Mm. Um Um Davido. Davido. Um, come on. I'm
0: not I'm not the biggest fan of his music, but the fact that they really? actually
1: had uh, that's just
0: me I'm not the biggest Afro beat guy like uh, there's a couple of guys I listen to a couple of their songs that's about it um, like I, I'm more like old school African movie like Kofi um like old school Congolese stuff um, but yeah
1: um, he, he. it was good that they had him in there I'll give him an 8 yeah for the vibes because yeah. it, it, it didn't feel well out of place it made yeah. sense and he was probably one of the most the few cameos that did make sense because right. he was actually African Right, uh, An actual African musician. Right. Yeah. Uh, we've got one more and a couple. Of, oh, well, we've got technically two more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mutombo. Dikembe Mutombo. My boy Mutombo Not come through, house. bro. Uh, uh, Cong- <laughs> Not in my house. He's Congolese. He's a 10. He's Congolese. Yeah. So. Yo, <laughs> he's a 10. He's Congolese. Yeah. Yeah. Mutombo come through, bumping into guys. Did that whole cameo thing. Like, oh, Not Mutombo. in
0: my <laughs> house. Not in my house.
1: Now, we had an unseen cameo, but he ca- and, uh, came up in the credits. We had mm. John Legend, the good old John Legend, who sang, She's Your Queen to Be. I give like him his own
0: version. I give him, him seven for his rendition of that, but I find yeah. everything that John Legend does extremely boring. For, so for John Legend and just Aww. using his face like that, I give him a four. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> that's harsh. John Legend oh, is like. In terms of, like, black culture, the most vanilla thing I can think of? Um, boy. It's, he's, like, wait, he's like going to, like, an ice cream place and having 50 different flavors and say, Do you know what, I'm cool with vanilla. I don't know. He's done a lot for the music
1: industry. He's done a lot for the music he's industry. He's done a but, lot, but, like, what but, song
0: can you say is, like, oh, man, I always go back to that John Legend track. Like, his music is, is fine. Ordinary
1: people. Yeah, it's... Day, it's ordinary people
0: i i uh, still vanilla to me he's still vanilla as a whole is his whole thing he's vanilla he's 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 no more dangerous than barry manilow
1: i mean i don't want him to be dangerous i just like the 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 where he is and because of what he does that that's because i wouldn't want him to try and do anything else because if he did he come across fake because he's done a couple of tracks that tried to be about it or be about something else mm. and it just didn't seem right so even though you're right to to a degree like his sound is very you know milk toast you know, you know what I mean I, I I don't mind that I like that it's cornflakes cool without I've the seen, sugar well I've seen him try and be something else and it doesn't doesn't bang at all, so I like that he's found his pocket and he stays mm. there. No, it's good uh, for him. Still, he's successful. touches inside the uh the community.
0: He's he's successful, but like he's not a Nat King Cole. Like he can't get deeper. He hasn't got music to make me think. He's not a Benny King. Like he's he is Barry Manilow to me. And some Barry Manilow has probably got deeper songs than he does. But again, I don't listen yeah. to his catalog that that. But yeah, he's no, he's no, not on my he's not on levels for me.
1: But yeah, that's the last. Very one? quickly. Um no that was the last one yeah um but the last bonus round is can you uh, can you I think I've got maybe three characters mm-hmm. uh I got three characters that were missing right so three quite significant characters that you would yes. probably remember mm-hmm. that just wasn't present in the film yeah there's so actually who, who didn't come
0: back there's actually quite a few one of which I don't think you have on the list but he should have been back but um one is uh, his mother who didn't appear yep that's on
1: my list that's on my list the queen um the queen, the, the queen the didn't come back Hakim, hakeem's wife's sister she didn't come back boom that's it that was also on my list uh um, which is wait 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 yeah 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 so lisa's sister she didn't come back yeah, no she didn't come back um, um
0: eric eric um q the guy with the jerry curl uh his ex it
1: wouldn't make sense to come back
0: no but, but that wouldn't make sense and the only other person I can think of, um, which I feel like it would have been nice to have him, is remember that say wh- the guy Go that ahead. bumps him to him in the toilet and starts worshiping him when he's at the uh, the ball game. <laughs> that would have been oh, that was a missed opportunity. That was a missed opportunity because he's still alive. You know, the last thing I saw him in was in Daredevil oh, season that's one. A
1: shame. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, because my king, not yeah. <laughs> my prince, right? Yeah. So who was the, who was the, the, the last person yeah. on your list? Last person I had was Samuel Jackson, but that wouldn't have made sense. Oh. It <laughs> would have been great not, if Samuel he, can come through. Yeah, he wouldn't have. Get down through off a blow your mother here and Yeah, like, he what? wouldn't have done it. The, 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 no, no, the no. Do no, no,
0: no. you know what the dope thing that would have would have been dope if you if he yeah. came back and he was successful, it's like, oh man, I went through therapy, got myself a job, yeah. and now I own my own <laughs> business. Yeah. Like that would have been that would have been dope. But um let me let me before we move on, because I, I wanna talk about one more thing. Um, well,
1: there's there, there's there's the biggest issue in this that? that I want to talk about. Um, what was that? Well, it was during the whole de aging because I feel like a lot of the budget went towards it. Because the, the aging, yeah. I don't know if the aging's gotten better it was, a, it was over really the years. Really good. Yeah, it was really good. I've either yeah. a lot a lot of the budget went towards it, or yeah. we're at that point in history where the aging technology is just <laughs> is just like being sold at every street corner. Because I think it's like I Eddie, think
0: it's good when I you're boy, not,
1: when you're not Warner Brothers. When you're Warner Brothers. But when you're it not sucks. moving around a lot, because they weren't doing a lot with their faces. But oh yeah, yeah. Warner Brothers. Like, was just, Simi was moving around mad. like
0: crazy. Like simmy remember yeah. when he went to the bar? It was like he was doing like it was like Eddie that seemed like he had he kinda had to keep still. Maybe there's certain features with Eddie Murphy that if he if he grimaced too much, that it went yeah. wrong. And maybe Arsenio, you know, with his certain head shape and certain features, he could be more animated. Um but yeah, no, they did a banging job. It was like at times yeah. it was so good. That I, had to, I had to double check what was actually an old footage, especially when they did the over-the-shoulder stuff, whether, whether it was the case that that was new footage or did they interpolate old footage into the, back, into the background in a clever way. It was, yeah. I think it was really well done. But I think most of the budget went to Eddie Murphy's pockets. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think 50% um, yeah, it, of the
1: budget was Eddie Murphy. Wow! 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 Oh, yeah! What must because like why wouldn't it be? Mm-hmm. Um. So it was during the whole flashback scene. Yes. So Tony, the biggest issue from this scene was yes. the biggest issue in our Wonder Woman review:
0: the sexual harassment,
1: the the rape, the sexual rape. There was the there harassment. Was no
0: it's 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 weird, Yo, right? Because it's like it's one of those ones crazy. that joke, a joke like that didn't even exist. In the original form, and it's like let's not talk about sensitivity because it's the truth. We are very sensitive these days in in twenty twenty one about things of you know depictions of sex and 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 thingy and
1: uh, consent. Well, it, it, it's more to do with the the, the uh, double standard. Yeah, you cannot do that scene if it was a if it was a woman. Like but we have to we have no to pull Yeah, we but, have but to call at, us but at the same say. time, well, yeah, exactly. yeah Like I, I, I'm I'm quite. Sure, like it, it, because I watched it, I was like, hmm, that's a bit weird, but at Mm. the same time, I was thinking that, hmm, good thing they didn't try and flip this joke around because that would have ended horribly. And, like, just like Wonder Woman,
0: people, some people argue it's like it was only weed, but it's like that was the first time he ever had weed, and she just mounted him. He didn't even make the first move, she but you know, and I don't think it's a justification to say, oh, she's a hoe, which I thought to myself, that's 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 (laughs) like that's (laughs) that's that's, that's so I think that's kind of mad disrespectful, like. I love the um, uh, the woman that that actress, Leslie Jones. Like. Leslie Jones. I right? don't
1: I don't find her super funny, you know. I
0: don't find her funny in films. I find her funny in SNL. Like um, in terms oh, of yeah. the films she's done, I think the materials is not great. Her materials better on SNL. Um, she's just loud. <laughs>
1: that's what she is in films. She's just and, loud.
0: And that's the problem in SNL. Sometimes they actually give her material to actually bust jokes with. Um, but like the few the few black characters you like this is an all black cast right and the few female leads you have one's a whole the other ones are like the other one is tiana taylor that's a submissive woman's like i don't want i don't really want to get into this like politically Bro, there were no race. strong black women let's <laughs> not lie it really no, wasn't even when you had the opportunity no, to do it it's like you just had an arbitrary reason not to have them in the forefront it's like because the crazy thing is your black leads when doing shit like eddie was wasn't really doing much like even when he was in a costume as the old barbers, it's like those jokes were dead, man. It's like...
1: Bro, like I said, it was just fan service. It was just fan it service. It
0: was, it was. But do you know what would have been my pitch for Coming to America too?
1: Go for it, go for it.
0: One, my pitch is not hire that guy that plays his son. He's an okay actor, but he doesn't fit it. Um, Two, this would have been my story, right? Love Triangle, right? The um, the prince goes back to uh, um, Zamunda. He's to be yeah he's to to be betrothed with tiana taylor's character to unify um to unify uh the two to the two nations um the 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 son of um uh the the brother of boboto tiana taylor's character he gets pissed off because he was expected to get married to the princesses to unify so he makes a plan because he discovers that the prince is actually in love with the hairdressers. So he actually makes a plan to seduce the hairdresser and actually have something that's different to the first film and actually have some drama because this movie had no drama. The only drama was, I don't know whether I should be king. And you end up not being king. It's like there was no growth. Your growth was. Well, let think about it. Look,
1: look at the reason why he. Look how he ran away back to New York. Mm-hmm. Why did he run away? Like he didn't know what this whole deal was all about. <laughs> He ran away. He, he overheard. Went, Bitch. Well, he heard the king and uh, 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 the general talking about like, "Oh, well done for setting this up." Yeah, yeah, yeah well done. Da, 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 da. And that's when he's like, "Nah, man, that ain't, that ain't right. That's foul." And that's why yeah. he ran back to New York. Like, bro, what are you talking about? Mm. He look. You took two looks at Tiana Taylor, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm ready." You know what this yeah. was? Like, you're about to become the heir of a nation, and you got annoyed because you heard it out loud. <sniffs> Come on, <laughs> behave yourself. But no, yeah, it it it's. It's a fine film. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not angry at it, even with the uh, uh, um, <laughs> not consenting, um, which is a major problem. Still, let's, yeah. let's not lie. It, it's there, and we yeah. have to address it. It's it's fine.
0: It's 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 a it's a it's a odd choice, but yeah. um, it it is what it is. The movie was overall fine. I think uh, I would I would recommend anybody to watch it. You know, even if you're not a fan of the original, you haven't seen the original, definitely watch the original. Uh, maybe watch the original yeah. afterwards because you don't want to watch the original first. Really enjoy yourself, then watch this one and be like, "Yeah, bro." Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, so, but yeah, like you know, I enjoyed the film. You know, six point five. Uh, you know, uh, a three out of five star for me. It's not. It wasn't is generous, bro. I I, th- I think five. I think is is the thing is the movie wasn't offensive. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. You know, I think if mm. I gave it like a two mm. or one, that's like me saying it's it's terrible at best maybe two 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 and a half stars three stars you know i had fun with it um would i watch it again probably not but maybe it's one of those ones in 10 years time it becomes a new generations classic i don't know how but maybe
1: yeah 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 Cool. But um let, let, let's keep it moving man. Um yeah. another film happened. Well, a lot of films have been dropping left right and center. And mm. um, there's been one film that we both watched that we absolutely loved. Yeah. Um I I have got my reasons for loving it, but mm. uh we'll get into that in a bit. Yeah. Um the film that we're talking about is Boss Level. Boss, Boss, Levels. Boss
0: Level starring Frank uh, Gorillo and Mel Gibson. It tells a story of a man struggling struggling with the day-to-day life of just being a man and what makes it even difficult is the same day again and again and again and again so if you ever seen you know live die repeat or you know what is originally known as as the edge of tomorrow's dying tom cruise it's the same thing he's stuck in a time loop or the best way i can describe it is imagine groundhog's day but the guy had enough and decided to shoot everything he sees. It's essentially that. So he's stuck in a time loop. He doesn't know why he's in a time loop. He's being chased by assassins. Has no idea why he's being chased by assassins. By assassins, and he's constantly getting killed. And yeah, I think that's the most spoiler three three I can get before we talk into spoilers. But uh, I'm gonna jump jump to the the end of this and tell my feelings about it right now. I love this movie one of the best action movies i've seen in a long time it's very modest in his production but it's effective in his production frank grillo is such an underrated uh, performer as an actor as a physical actor as an action star but also mm-hmm. you know lending himself to a very dramatic role sometimes i've been a fan of his ever since i discovered him in um uh the the second purge movie i think he he uh-huh, single-handedly yeah, a- saved the purge franchise uh from transitioning it from a really schlocky horror thriller to a a thriller actioner and he's uh can you believe Ken, he's 55 years old yeah bro i told you that <laughs> like i can't believe um, that he, and he he's looks, not he's not young and he looks like he's in incredible shape he's he's yeah. with it physically mentally he's uh you, you good, buy man. that you really buy good. that he's a badass action action guy but those moments in the film where he shows true emotional range it's like i i wish he was in the game earlier and i was i wish i was aware of him earlier and i'm disappointed that they killed him off in um uh, as crossbones in the mcu i think I somehow i mean
1: it, it just gives him a, a more opportunity to carve his own yeah uh, pathway in uh in hollywood because yeah. he's a bloody star man and he, he's he can do i i think i don't know if it's the case where marvel films have helped people springboard their career because right. we've seen anthony mackie break out to do quite a lot of things after mm-hmm, playing mm-hmm. falcon we've seen uh our guy here uh frank Gr- uh, grillo to yeah. do quite a lot of, well he's been doing things anyway yeah. but he's doing bigger and better roles uh, in his uh later years yeah which is which is amazing so i'm i'm, I'm happy that uh this is happening so frank's the man frank is Yikes, like he's boy he, he's
0: just he's so good like it's one of those ones that's like obviously not to get into a, uh, another movie too much but like when he did the purge too i didn't care about the purge one never even saw it i just heard so many bad things about it I Saw like maybe 20 minutes ago, i was bored and i like ethan Hawke, ethan Hawke's in the first one i believe um Mm-hmm. Second one, I just like from the beginning, like his whole demeanor, his swagger. Then you find out about his backstory and why he's actually out on patrol during the purge, and he does it with such authenticity. And the same thing here is like, this movie could have been like a Biden numbers actioner of like, oh, he's repeating the same day again, again and again and again. Um, but it's like the the writing is so good, and his execution of the writing is so good as well. He does it with this like this kind of dry wit of like this sucks so bad, but I am too tired to even get into why it's so bad. Like I've done, I've literally killed the same people so many times and I can't get past this certain, this certain part. And I'm just tired. There's a point in the film where he literally just goes to bed and just lets the guy kill him like 50 times. The same guy. Yeah. there's There's like, there's like eight assassins i believe that are out to get him and each one of them have got their own gimmick like one of them is like a generic hitman he just wears a suit and he's the first one he encounters another one uh played by Grok,
1: that first guy uh the generic hitman (laughs) um i think he's a terrible hitman because you see the first time where he swings his blade Mm -hmm. while he's laying down yeah bro that was never hitting him. <laughs> it was never. I thought about it as like yeah. it's not like he was sitting up and then he dodged right, it. Right. No, he, he swung hit the, he and hit he always hits the, headboard. the, the uh, headboard. Right. Yeah. And he never. He always hits the headboard. He's a trash assassin. He he, <laughs> he
0: really is trash. I'm guessing he killed him on the second attempt, like when the 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 machete got stuck in the headboard, pulled out his knife because you see all of the ways he does. One of which you see him shoot like. He, like a handgun like eight, eight rounds out of the handgun empties the clip I'm thinking my dude yep. you have no sense of efficiency you are not yep. a hitman. you are just crap you, you yeah. like <laughs> then you got you know grunk you know ex uh, American football player he's out there in like a bloody helicopter using a, a bloody um, a machine gun like a, 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 a just emptying out into the apartment um later down the line you come across these two guys one like two black guys for some reason that speak german and i wish they got into it like the the personalities of these characters well they're called they're
1: called twins weren't they
0: they're were called twins but i don't think they look the same i think it's just because no, they dress they the didn't. same and they both speak yeah. german i think it's like one of that. it's like it's one of those ones to say it's like oh these guys are so messed up they've developed the affectation and that's their whole gimmick uh then you got the uh this the what I would call the dangerous soccer moms um where these women are literally just in like an av- affordable van um you know family carrier people carrier van um, yep and um
1: one of them he- had a very interesting weapon. <laughs> oh
0: oh my god um
1: remember that shit remember that shit right there that was
0: crazy <laughs> but you know what's the dope thing about the film the fact that yeah. like you're there with with frank he doesn't know anything so you don't know anything he's learning oh, as it. he goes along so he literally makes up names for these assassins because he hasn't taken the time to actually even have a conversation with them to actually have the name so he makes up names for um the two soccer moms in the car I forgot what he calls the lady and she literally turns around and says, like who it's like oh that's a name like we've never actually got in each other's names so that's what i call you and it's just yeah, like it was yeah. It was delivered with such kind of effortlessness so it's like yeah it's like that kind of seems really genuine um, yeah, yeah, like there's one assassin <laughs> nice. that literally uh, looks like him dresses with like that's the same as him has the same hairstyle and he calls yeah. him other me. <laughs> Almost the
1: same jacket <laughs> other me <laughs> yeah and um, yeah the, the, did you mention the uh, uh, the little person as well the, oh, the explosive the little short person.
0: guy, the short guy with the explosive, the guy he just walks up yeah. to him, puts C four on him, and walks away and he just, just walks blows away. him up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, well, it gets the job done. Like you know, he doesn't have to yeah, fight the guy. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite, and we had the uh,
1: hill, we had the hillbilly. Did you mention the hillbilly guy?
0: The hillbilly guy with the bloody harpoon. The guy's at a with uh, the harpoon a, caf, a cafe and literally just drinking coffee. Gets harpooned in the chest and dragged. He just through puts the one through his
1: chest. Yo, but that's the thing, like. Are you truly an assassin? Like, fair enough, they all got their gimmicks, but that's the, that's the kind of uh, a death that gets you arrested. You can't just harpoon someone and drag them down the street without it getting noticed. You know what I mean? That is not inconspicuous.
0: No, it's not, but like, they're so crazy they don't care. But my favorite one out of all of them has oh, to be. Our favorite
1: one, oh, uh, Guayen, man.
0: Guayen like just like so guayen is this uh, she's a she's a swordswoman but she's straight up anime i'm talking about skidding yep. like yep. sideways <laughs> on the floor not on the wall like she says like no that that's Keanu's thing i'm skidding sideways on the floor and getting yeah. up i'm i'm literally dodging a machine gun and just cutting you and after yeah, she, she kills you, logic <laughs> after she kills you she says i'm guayen and I have done this. Every time she kills him like almost like thirty times and every time is like, I'm Guayin and I have done this. I'm Guayen. You know what's crazy about when, done when this. she
1: when she says it. Yeah. Cause anytime she says it, I, I don't even if you notice it, like they do a deep zoom in. Yeah. And then out of nowhere there is like a a breeze. Yeah. You could be in a closed room with the windows closed. I'm Guayin. And then you see her hair start fluttering. Yeah. And I have done this. It is do you know why totally. I think
0: that is? I think it that's reference to a certain movie. I think that's a Kill Bill reference.
1: Oh, I, I, I don't I don't know if it is, but because you so know, in like Kill Bill, they do so those,
0: hilarious. In Kill Bill, they do that harsh zoom into the one shot of them as she, as they deliver in a one liner. It's like obviously it's like a throwback to old, um, 80s action films, but that was yeah. very
1: much the directors doing the send off to Quentin Tarantino. I could it, it she, just felt that way. She she's superhuman, man. Yeah, <laughs> she's superhuman. Where after every single death, it's almost as as if like every single death creates yeah a a, 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 a that the affirmation saying I'm Guayin and I have done this, yeah. and then a breeze out of nowhere just no <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm and like, you know, what?
0: <laughs> and the thing is, you can t- like from each each revolution of the day when he gets to the point of fighting her, right? He, you can you can tell he doesn't say it, but you can tell from his p- frustration he is getting vexed each time you can see it from his face it's like don't you say don't you say do not stab me and say don't. oh crap she stabbed me and said (laughs) it (laughs) he stabbed his head but you know what like that aside right this is the thing that makes this uh film so brilliant right in the same way as um edge of tomorrow is so brilliant but edge of tomorrow does it in a very convenient kind of way this one is more organic and it's like he is learning slowly what is going on about his predicament it's like proper trial and error and it's not like convenient in a way it's like five minutes in oh i figured that out i have to do this this this, this it's literally it's like why do i keep on failing why do i keep on failing okay wait something something's different why Why is something different let me exploit what is different it's like the character exhibits a level of lateral thinking that if this was a normal person like a normal everyday person that doesn't actually exhibit you know true lateral thinking you know true problem solving they will be stuck in that loop forever or until you know you discover late in the film that forever isn't forever Um, but yeah the fact that he actually notices few changes and he can make the connections of why there's a few changes and it's not immediate and some of those specific things evolve in in terms of his understanding but like early on right he figures out the routine of these assassins because he's lived the same day again so he knows when to dodge when to dodge when to dodge, when to dodge dodge, and how to initially keep himself alive long enough but eventually he realizes that at a certain time like twelve thirty, he always dies they always found him and, and he always dies he gets far enough or does enough variations where he survives some of them um but if he doesn't kill them and just evades them they somehow find him and he kills him right but yeah what he notices- uh,
1: you knows I- go go for it yeah go on keep, 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 keep. he notices so, what
0: so there's a point where he notices where he's like he's so frustrated and tired about his life he starts remembering certain things, so he remembers his. He starts thinking about his ex, right, and his interaction with his ex ex wife, who's played and by um I uh, I forgot her name. Uh, Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. And yeah, Naomi Watts. Again, she's fine in this. I've had problems with Naomi Watts in the past. I think she's from the few things that I've watched her in, and it's not to be fair because she's done a lot of stuff. She's very boring to me um and she's she's better in this but again kind of still boring she plays like a i'm a scientist and i've created this amazing machine and you're the father of my child but you're such a
1: crappy father because you was a crappy husband but she was the creator of the macguffin of the film that's it that's what she was and And his 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 reasoning for killing
0: people (laughs) you know the crazy thing i think about it but at the same time it Mm -hmm. works it's like i was thinking to myself like, if you knew you was going to die and you you knew you already set this thing up, right? Why not, like, drop him a text and say, hey, weird things are going to happen. Um, you're going to be repeating stuff, but I need you to figure it out and save me. She just basically gives him, like, very vague cues because she's being surveilled, right? Cool. I get it, right? She's being surveilled and maybe her messages are being surveilled. But it's like... It's... Her... Her... Her, her clues were vague enough but not so vague that her boss could have find out because her boss was surveilling it because him figuring out certain things is because he just chose to remember his
1: conversation and when you I lo- mean I'm, I'm not gonna lie when, when you try and remember certain conversations mm-hmm. you don't remember it like that man like if it sort a point to you at the time right. there's a low chance you'd actually remember it at all of course uh, and, and that's what we noticed in passage I don't remember if you remember that film Passengers yeah. with um Chris Pratt and oh, what's her name? Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, yeah, right. That's apologies. another sexual uh, harassment film. Another sexual harassment film. Yeah. You know, we're three for three. Yeah. Um the 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 thing, remember when she was given that code to uh, to to type into the machine right. to, to stop like oh, no. Chris Pratt from dying? Yeah. And she remembered it exactly. Bro, yeah. I was like, Yep, if it was me, Chris is dead. Uh, everyone is dead. I'm um, <laughs> everyone is failing. <laughs> but you're right but it's, you know it's
0: weird because it's like even when by the time he remembers right i'm thinking to myself like what he's remembering if it was that obvious to him it's definitely obvious to the main villain played by mel gibson and mel gibson didn't figure it out so i'm thinking wait wait what so if he was gonna make it that bait why not drop it in a text because if right, it's that bait right. when you leave it as a clue that your boss could have figured it out but he doesn't conveniently could have just dropped it in the text and say hey weird shit's gonna be happening to you so um yeah, try yeah. and figure out what the weirdness is and come save me.
1: Tom, we've been, we, Tony, we've been there before, man. Mm. When it comes to finding solutions for certain things, it can easily be explained away, but we're only controlled by what we see on screen. Right. So, which leads to these questions. Mm-hmm. We don't know. For all we know, there could have been like, oh, where they're monitoring my phone calls or they're monitoring my texts. It's yeah. all paid by the, by the company. But obviously we're not told that. So yeah. we're left to speculate and ask these questions. Yeah. But it's because it was never addressed in the film. It just didn't happen yeah and you know that's neither here or there um this film reminded me of well i I love the format of 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 the groundhog's day i love it i love it so anytime a film does it whether it's because of sci-fi because of aliens like live that repeat uh or whatever I'm, i'm all for it um i remember there was source code Right. This is the clo like the clo- The film closest to this is Source Code, right? Because Source Code has a similar premise where there's a machine causing you to loop and remember what's happening, right. uh, uh, back to back to back. And I I was like, yeah, this is this b- b- a higher budget Source Code, um, uh, with a lot more fun aspects, like Yin. Um, another film reminded me of was Next by Nicolas Cage. Uh, oh, with my Cage god, god. that movie right. would have been that. so good if it wasn't for that yeah. ending. <laughs> that ending
0: was Uh, so just a little heads up next is about a guy that he doesn't relive the same day again again he's just that he's able to perceive like events in the future right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he uses that to kind of like help him dodge death and stuff like that and The dumbest thing about the film is that it establishes that he only has a really small window in which he can actually perceive the future, right? They don't necessarily say how small that window is, but what you can gather is that it's only momentarily because there's moments where he actually sees one of his possible futures where he dies. So he chooses to move to the left where he doesn't die or move to the right where he, he, he doesn't die. But the dumbest thing about the film is that at the very end, you find out that it was all one of, like everything that happens because it's leading up to this cataclysmic event, it's possibly set up in, setting up a sequel, which never happens. The sequel never comes. But the, it becomes the end of the world and he flashes back to his bed and you discover that- It was all
1: a dream. It, it
0: wasn't even all a dream. It was just a <laughs> After whole- After all of that. It was a whole but premonition. That's,
1: that's, that's what it felt like. My you man know spent I mean? like
0: and a whole like month doing stuff and he could perceive a yes. whole month- so if you could yes. perceive a whole month, bruv, yeah, like how come you're yes. like you you're perceiving only momentarily, like five seconds ahead? Well, well how does if that you help see you? The,
1: um, well, if you see the whole process uh, leading up to that point, where he flashes back until he's in bed, mm-hmm. it seems like well they're trying to lead it to it was the girl that he was chasing that right. allowed him to, for some reason, get a crazy power up, but they were just they they were just done, you know, having sex, and yeah. then all of a sudden maybe he had that like post nut you know, clarity, whatever, and that made the his nut. abilities. The nut-monition. It's a premonition, <laughs> but it's nut-munition. a nut pre- Oh, he went ham, and now he could see like a whole week or three weeks ahead. But so do, do he... you know what doesn't make sense it about just that, It Ken? just lets me know that, what? He had premonitions within premonitions. It's like
0: in- uh, inception before inception. It's like, that's just lazy. Like, that is lazy. Premonitions within premonitions. That's some yeah BVS kind of sh- nonsense right there.
1: It was. It, it was. Don't think about it. That's what it was. It was. Mm. Don't think about it. So We're mm. thinking too much about it. But yeah, I digress. We're, we're going too much next already. Yeah. So next, Happy Death Day. All of these source code, mm-hmm. uh, um, oh, uh, arc, arc, sorry, arc as well. Yeah. Um, I don't oh, know if Ar- you've arc is seen. So ARC.
0: good, so good, arc.
1: Right. Yeah. Like so good, and yeah. it has the same premise. All of these films is one of my favorite um, storytelling. Uh, strategies where where it's repeating something and you're learning something new and that's the whole beauty of it It, and you know there's so many benefits for it the main one is you don't have to keep uh, spending big budget on something you can Mm. even keep the same uh, scene or same setting or same characters you're just repeating and just giving it from a different perspective because you're learning more right and there is one place that we both love or different medium where we do that consistently and we get better and that is gaming yeah, one of the biggest aspects of this film that made me realize, and it was even down to the name of the uh, film. It's called Boss Level. Right, like if you've ever played uh Legend of Zelda, if you ever played uh, um well any game that has yeah. an incredibly difficult boss at the top, or right. even in Pokemon when you get into a uh to a gym, right. You try and defeat the person and then you fail and you reset. And now you try and come up with a different strategy or, you come, or try and level yourself up right. if it's an RPG or you go from a different uh, perspective. Right. Like in, um, like in uh, the game that I've been playing most recently, which is Hitman, right. where you, you really try and figure out what the hell's going on. Right. I played that one level, because I I'll telling you, uh, the Hitman game. Paris. Amazing game. I played Paris for at least 30 hours, right. at least 30 hours. Yeah. One level. The level can be done in about less than 10 minutes. Right. But I put in th- 30 good hours because I wanted to see all the different things, mm-hmm. all the microscripts, all the things that triggered automatically just to get all the different ways that the story could play out. Yeah. And I thought about it so much in Boss Level. The namesake of this film is exactly what it's about, man.
0: I will. I you will. I will agree with. Yeah. Sorry, I would agree with you for the most part. There's one thing that I'll disagree because, having thought about it, I thought to myself, "Is like Do you know when you said this is Hitman, the movie, like the closest thing." It made so much sense to me in terms of like the replayability, yep. but you know what yep. I thought it was actually more closer to, and it's kind of disappointing that the movie is called Boss Level, but the actual kind of main villain of the boss, he kind of does quick like easily. He actually has a harder time with Gwai Yin than he does with the uh, yeah Guayan the- was the real boss. The Guayan was the real boss, yeah. But I would say, have you ever played uh, any of the Dark Souls games? Yes. Difficult game, mate. That's what I think this movie is. Oh, because this, th- yeah. like, like Dark Souls, it punishes you. It punishes you and punishes you, and you restart and you have to go back to where you started last. Dark Soul tells
1: it. you, "Do better.
0: Just do better." There's Pretty no much. easy level. Yes, just do better. Just do better. Why just, are you here? It's like you died because of you, not because the g- not because of the game, like <laughs> cheating, like. You have all all of the tools. You need to find the tools, get better, get good, basically. Get good. Yeah. And uh and I think boss level is equivalent to, to Dark Souls. Um but you know, I for me, I, I could talk about this movie for three hours. I think it deserves um it doesn't need a sequel, but it it it, 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 it you know what it doesn't even need a sequel. Let me let me not say that. I think because this movie was moder- moderately uh, budgeted, right? And it's unfortunate it came out during the pandemic because I think this would have done numbers in cinema. Um, I think it, it it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it, the budget was only 45 million. And I think they, they used that brilliantly. At no point did I think to myself, this movie looks cheap. I think it used it effectively. But do you know what I really want? I want uh, more of this level of stuff uh with frank grillo unfortunately he did another movie which i can't even be bothered to talk about because i only got through like 10 minutes of it is him and bruce willis uh it's so rubbish i can't even remember the name like the very beginning (laughs) literally oh no i saw a trailer for that it looks bad it (laughs) It looks looks bad bad i watched it out of curiosity literally i saw it after uh, i saw it after watching boss Level and think like you know what i'm really in a Frank Grillo. He was on a right high now. for, 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 yeah. Let me give this a go. I lost it about 10 minutes of one. I was like, this is just, nobody's even wow. spoken yet. And this movie looks bad. And I gave up with it. I might give it another go, but, um, I want more from Frank Grillo. That's it. Period. Uh, I, I want him as a villain in John Wick. I want him to have his own series. I, I just want more Frank. I'm actually going to go back and watch his, uh, TV show where he plays a, I think an MMA coach. Uh, Frank Grillo is, yeah. is 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 my my current spirit animal. Every so often, I have to upgrade my spirit animal. He is my current spirit animal, and his you know, abs, like, though, um, his abs are on one thousand.
1: Oh, he he, he he's he, he's put, he's putting work, man. Yeah, I and I think it's um, he's reached the upper echelon of well, he's getting to that point where he's a, a an amazing action star, mm-hmm. and you know, and uh, at at a, at one point in history, we were using the expendable series as the uh, as the even though they're, they're, it's not a great series yeah. but they were using that as like all right cool if you're a bad man in the action scene you're gonna be in this film type yeah. thing yeah like this i see uh, uh frank either being the next bad of the film or the franchise or being the person leaving the charge because he, he, he's got the chops man he's got he's got the action chops which is yeah, very yeah. evident from this film and other things that he's done recently. I, he's just so charismatic, man. Mm-hmm. Even when he was like so reluctantly just dealing with it, even learning how to sword fight so that he can finally take on Guayin. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, and that's when we got because um, he learnt sword fighting from uh, Michelle Michelle uh, Yu. Nah, Michelle Yu, right? Yu! Uh, yeah, man. So she uh, finally got written off. Uh, Discovery And I guess she uh, Jumped onto this Well no, is, no uh,
0: That's the crazy thing is You know when this movie Was supposed to come out Ken It was supposed to come out in 2019 way. It got delayed No way Yeah this movie was um, No way. It, was, it was supposed to release In 20, August of 2019 uh, It got delayed For whatever reason Then Pandemic hit And they probably didn't feel Confident releasing it uh, During 2020 um, Pandemic And um, It uh, I think it got languished Until Hulu picked it up and there you have it. It's it's really unfortunate. Wow. So I wouldn't be surprised if she, this is one of the reasons why she was initially killed off of uh, Discovery, and you didn't see her again until the uh, the mission when they went to the other dimension. She was probably shooting boss level. Yeah,
1: m- most definitely. That's yeah. roughly around the same time. Um, I just learned that she's going to be in the Avatar sequels. Oh, all, uh, all, yes. All. all all four of the sequels so it's uh avatar two three four and five dude like unless they've
0: been shooting it back to back because i'm 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 actually generally of the belief that they've just finished like the second one and haven't even started the third one like this 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 movie right unless he's doing something stellar i don't think it's gonna do original avatar numbers i think people
1: she's gonna be a doctor in it
0: I think people soured enough like i think a lot of people in terms of Avatar, it's like they loved it when it came out and look back on it's like yeah this movie wasn't that great the story wasn't great the cg was great but that's about it um unless yeah. he's doing something like terminator one to terminator two level we-, we shall see but the fact that he's so cocky that he says like, oh yeah no 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 it's it's gonna be three
1: sequels it's like my dude you overcommitted. Man. <laughs> three sequels, have Five films, bro. Five. five so films, four sequels, bit, bit. bro. They're they're currently filming, uh, four. Oh so they finished God. filming is because uh, Avatar two and three are in post production right now, post production, and they're currently filming four and five uh, concurrently, I think. And I think that's why they've been able to, um, uh, get people. People are busy, bro. <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> do you,
0: do you know what? If it if it bangs, it bangs. I can't. You know um. Ridley, it's Ridley Scott, right? Or is it? Uh, James, no, it's James Cameron. Uh, not Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott does Alien. Um, Aliens, James Cameron. Yeah. Um, he hasn't made anything amazing in a very long time. But if he's able um, to pop this off, I'm I'm gonna give it to him. I'm gonna give it to him. Avatar
1: like... is, is is his baby. Avatar and uh Terminator. Mm-hmm. He he did write in Aliens though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Titanic. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. So that's his biggest uh, uh take. Yeah. Oh man, it's just Terminator and Avatar is is his thing.
0: But t- tell me Kim what are yeah, your final thoughts on boss level. Let's uh, let's wrap uh, wrap this up. What's your final thoughts on boss level?
1: I'm I'm a sucker for this type of film, man. I mm. told you. Like uh live Therapy. I'm I'm still waiting for that sequel. i oh, been waiting, um, been waiting I, I, son. I love Arc's so, a uh, source code. And now I kind of want a sequel from this, even though I know that's kind of stupid for, yeah. for for this film to. Yeah, the way it ends, it doesn't really need one. It doesn't need one, yeah. but if I could have something on this level, uh, it reminded me a little bit about Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. just the whole kind of fun aspect of it, just like jumping around, being silly, mm-hmm. a bit like Edgar Wright's uh, directing. Uh, uh, t- uh, uh, it beans. did
0: have like but, Edgar Wright vibes to it. Oh, yeah. I definitely. Yeah. I want. I would love to see Edgar Wright's
1: like tweet out about this. His opinion. <laughs> um, because I would love Edgar Wright to make a film like this. Oh, th- it would be so fun. Oh, it'd be so. Yeah. Fun. Do you
0: know what? Yeah. You, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. But a Groundhog's
1: Day. Uh, uh, um. Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. I'm willing it into the existence. Yeah. I, I want that to happen. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, my final thoughts. Don't film. Uh, it's one of those films that you, you you're surprised how good it is or how much you enjoy it. Yes. Um And then you, you, it's not a film like the MCU or DCU like it's been hyped for like five years, whatever, yeah. whatever. It just drops and it's a solid film. It's like, oh yeah. wow, <laughs> I didn't know yeah. it was gonna be that great. Guerrillo and then it, it blows you out the water. Yeah. Yeah, man. Set, really, really good. Set the pace. Yeah. One of the highlights of twenty twenty one so far, definitely. Um, how about you, bro? Uh, I what I said at the beginning.
0: I love this movie. It's absolutely brilliant. Frank Grillo kills it. It's unfortunate Mel Gibson's not uh, got a lot to do in it because he could have potentially been uh, a five star villain in it. Um, he's mostly like a twelve year moustache villain. Uh, Guayen, yeah. even with her just saying "I am Guayen and uh, and I have done this" was far more interesting I have than Mel Gibson. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's a, for me. If I, I slap a score in it. 8.5 or a solid 9 out of 10 or four stars. Let's keep it simple, four stars. It was a yeah. it was a beautiful it took a lot of movie. Boxes for me. Uh but yeah, let's let's wrap it up there Ken. Again, another enjoyable episode. We gave you extra this week. You're getting 2 for 1. This is part 2 of our review discussion. Part 1 is uh of um A Wonder Vision. So if you haven't quite caught that catch that now, if you've made it to the end of the show, thank you. We appreciate you. Look at you with the stamina look at you pat yourself on the back you know
1: Uh, and if you didn't that work like it's quarantine man right and if you didn't make it
0: you didn't get the good stuff you know we're talking about a good film here so uh yeah i'm uh that's 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 it for us for this week uh we got more to come still sorting out things in terms of the guests but that's going to be coming soon later um but yeah it's me signing up yeah man
1: before we just go uh, once again thank you everyone for listening and always please uh, find us on all the available podcast uh, platforms mm-hmm. Uh, we would love to hear your feedback on SoundCloud that would be amazing or even on our Instagram on yes. on deck uh, on deck uh, dot podcast uh, if you want to find us individually you can find Tony at Royale with an E Royale Majesty and you can find me at I'm Mr. Ken and you can also find Instagram. us
0: on Twitter and Instagram on ondeck.podcast.
1: That's ondeck.podcast. Only one on deck, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. It's been fun man. Uh adios people. Peace.